Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Welcome to Panther Puri, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Here are your hosts, Alex Lopez, Jake Langsom, and TJ Peterson. Welcome to another edition of Panther Paree. I'm your host, TJ Peterson, joined today by my usual co-hosts, Alex Lopez and Jacob Langsam. But we have a very special guest, NHL prospect writer for The Athletic, Corey Pronman is here. Corey, thank you for joining us. Yeah, sure. Thank you for having me. It certainly is a pleasure. And it's uh, a lot of the times we talking about prospects well into the season with the Panthers because, you know, the, the regular season isn't as exciting with uh, looking at a middling, you know, end of the season run that doesn't matter. But right now things are a little bit different, but that doesn't mean that the Panthers don't have a, a prospect pool that has some real meaningful pieces in it. You recently ranked the Panthers number 18 in your uh, prospect pool rankings. How would you describe the overall picture of the Panthers prospect pool there's a couple of guys who are really interesting and the depth probably is not all that exciting yeah. to be quite honest you're you're really hoping that some of those forwards Owen Tippett Gregory Denisenko on the wing Anton Lundell at center um uh and uh the extension night in net and as well as Mackie Semiskevich on the wing uh you you hope that all those some of those guys hit they're probably not all going to hit realistically but you're kind of banking on those small number of really premium prospects to deliver you some value because you kind of look down the organization. I like Evan now he's a long way away. Um, it was promising to see a good camp from Sarah Noel because it didn't look like his trajectory was going all that in a, in a good direction. Maybe he's a little bit more on track. We'll see how his American league season goes, but that's kind of how I would define the, the state of their farm system right now. Yeah. I, I think we've, are all kind of in agreement on that, that the Panthers have some really great talent at the top, but just basically their entire existence, they're drafting the second round on. It's been mediocre at best. Like you have some huge hits like Mackenzie Weger, but, and Vincent Trocek. But other than that, like they very, they struggle to get NHL games um, out of their prospects. You mentioned uh, Saran Noel, and that's a prospect that we've all been kind of down on. And you even said it yourself, he was looking not so great and then had a good camp. How has that opinion changed after you've seen his uh, camp this year and in, in the prospect tournament in Tampa? Well, I mean, he has all the attributes to be an NHL player. It was actually quite surprising the trajectory his career was going. Uh, you always kind of figure with a guy with his assets that maybe there's a chance he's not a good player. Maybe he's a fourth line winger, in and out of the lineup type. But when you're that size, you can skate well and you have offensive ability you think that there's a pretty, uh, you know, darn good chance that he can play NHL games or at least help the Panthers in some capacity. Um, so with that last year in the Ontario league was quite concerning. Obviously he barely played his first American league uh, season due to injury. 
I thought he was okay when he did play, but it just wasn't much data. So you're really looking at that last OHL season where he really struggled, I thought, um, as your last real good look at him. So again, it's promising, but camps are not always indicative of, of a player's future. So we got to see how he actually does now in the American League. Um, and, and then we'll kind of see how it goes. You're, you're right, you know, you know, getting NHL players in the second round on is, is, is not the easiest thing, although there are some guys like Noel, like Naus, like Justin Sertif, uh, who are in their system, who I, who I do think are fans. But, you know, there were reasons why Cole Iconic and Heidemann also got traded is because their, their prospect stocks were kind of on, on the way down, too. So it's a little bit of a balance of that. And that's another one you mentioned, uh, Justin Sertif. He's a guy who had a very intriguing camp with the Panthers. Obviously he was an extreme long shot to make the team and not surprisingly was sent back to his junior team where he was recently named captain. How has that evaluation changed with, with what seemingly was a strong preseason? He had a great, I think, junior season. Uh, from all accounts, he went to Canada's World Junior Camp and from all the scouts I talked to who were there, they walked away saying there's there's a really you know high probability this guy's gonna make Canada's World Junior Team. And, and I, I didn't watch much of his camp with, with Florida, but if it not surprises if you tell me that it was a positive there in that regard. Like I, said, I think he's a good prospect. Um, I think he's a guy I think is going to play in the National Hockey League, whether he's a fourth, third, second line winger, you know, time will tell in that regard. I think he has great, you know, skill and he has great competitiveness. His skating for his size is not the best. So that'll be his challenge as he advances the levels. Um, but he's a you know, for, like I said, kind of for an organization that struggles to generate value out of the middle rounds. I think he looks like a very promising third round prospect and we'll see how his eventual pro career does after his final year of junior, where I expect he'll be a top junior player. Would it be safe to say he projects as like a middle six player, definitely not a first liner, but maybe a guy who can give you 40, 50 points if all, all goes well? If I would say 40, 50 points is on the high side for a middle six guy, but I think he does project as a middle six winger at the current time. Something that people are trying to get a feel for is how Spencer Knight is going to perform this year. He's slotted in as the backup goalie because Sergei Bobrovsky is going to come into the season as the starter, but he's done nothing but impress at every level that he's ever performed on. What's your confidence level that he can be a good NHL goalie this year? This year, that I think long-term, he's, a, he's going to be a good NHL goalie. Uh, this year... I think he'll he'll probably have flashes where he sh- where he shows you that, but the track record of twenty year olds being good NHL goalies is an extremely small number. Uh, it's almost hard for me to think of the last time that happened. You know, you go to you know, John Gibson played a full year in the American League. Andre Vasilevsky played a full year in the American League. Robin Lehner had an Amer- was a top prospect played a full year in the American League. Jacob Markstrom, as you guys might recall, when he was a pre- when he was a premium goalie prospect, took a very long time for him to come. Uh, it's it's I, I think if he just comes in the NHL this season and doesn't look overwhelmed over a long, you know, whatever it is, 20, 30, 40 games, I have a hard time believing Bobrovsky is going to play 65 games this year. Um, and if he just plays that stretch and looks league average gives you a 905 910 state percentage i think that's a huge win for a 20 year old goalie and I, I say that as someone who's a huge fan of spencer knight i think he projects long term as a high echelon prospect just uh, to jump back to the forwards very quickly um we we definitely want to spend some time talking about anton lundell uh arguably the top panthers prospect uh besides spencer knight maybe 
uh, he obviously did not has has not yet appeared uh, in preseason. I believe he's set to make his preseason debut tonight. Uh, hasn't really hasn't had any training camp yet. Uh, how do you think that's really going to affect his stock uh, with the Panthers? Do you think he's going to start the season in the AHL? Do you think there's a shot he still might uh, be be with the NHL club uh, come October 13th or 14th? Uh, you know, it's, it's hard for me to say. I, I'm not uh, in their front office, but I think with Lundell, the main concern, you know, as a guy who I thought, you know, has good size, good good offensive instincts and, and skills, and uh, he competes well in terms of a two-way guy. The issue was always kind of on his skating historically, and I think that was kind of the one thing you wanted to see in a preseason is how does he adjust to the pace of the National Hockey League level? Uh, can he excel at this level at this age? Sometimes those guys who aren't that fast take an extra year or two to, to get there. So I think that's what you would like to have seen. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world if he has to spend a half year in the American League. Uh, you know, you, you can just recall a guy if, if need be. You know, the, the Flyers sent down Joel Farabee right after they, they signed him. And he was down in the American League for like a week. And it was clear he was too good for that level. And, and up he went. He never went back down. Uh, so I, I don't have any issues with that. You know, we'll see how he does in the and if he gets into a preseason game, we'll see how he does there and 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 take it from from that point. But I think long term he projects as a very quality top six forward. I, I kind of want to follow on Lindell just because you know it seems to be the the trend of this podcast is the players the Panthers have picked that have kind of outplayed their draft status. Would it be fair to say that Lundell has performed better than a twelfth overall pick? I think he was twelfth yeah. overall, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, from yeah. 2021. I think it's fair to say that, but you're not like talking about him as like a top five guy either. I think I think if you redid that draft, he'll go somewhere in the six to ten range. Uh, just because you know there's still some really quality guys ahead of him. I think Jamie Drysdale had an excellent year in Anaheim. Jake Sanderson had an excellent year in North Dakota. Lucas Raymond's an excellent prospect, having a really strong preseason too. Uh, you know, I think Cole Perfetti, Yaroslav Askarov, they're all excellent prospects. Jeff Jarvis. Carolina, if you saw at the at the prospect tournament, it looks like an excellent prospect too. So he's kind of probably in that he's probably still in that same kind of tier of guys, but he might have moved ahead of a couple of guys like say Jack Quinn or maybe even Alexander Holtz, who is having a good camp too, who maybe didn't have the greatest last you know 2021 season. So I probably would say you know maybe he goes 10, 9, 8, uh, somewhere around there. So Panthers fans should be excited, but pump the brakes on. You know, hey, we got the steal of the draft. You know, number best player overall. Yeah, I mean, fans you know, are gonna yeah, fan. Yeah, well, and you don't usually get the steal of the draft at twelfth right. overall unless <laughs> he becomes, you know, the, the the best the best player in the draft. So on defense, the Panthers have a lot of guys that could potentially have an NHL career, but nobody that you point to as like, oh, this guy's a top four defenseman for sure. Amongst guys like Max Gildon. John Ludwig, even throw in college free agent signing Matt Kierstead. And then there was the recent draft pick, Evan Naus. Is there somebody that you think could really rise up and be an NHL player? Yeah, I think Ludwig, Gildon, and, and, and Kierstead are all, are all nice prospects. Obviously, Kierstead is cl- closer to the age, and he, he got a little bit of time last year. But, but Evan Naus is the one who has the most long-term potential. He's only 18 right now. We'll see how the rest of his career goes. But when you're 6'2", he can skate. He has he doesn't shy away from physical play. There is some offense. He was the PP1 guy for the Quebec Ramparts last season. We'll see how much offense he provides this season. Uh, he's the guy who you can 
envision him becoming a top four defenseman. Doesn't think I think he will. I don't have him presented as a third pair defenseman at the current time, but he's a guy who, if you see his development going well, there is there are attributes there. He does, you know, Kirsten doesn't have his size in skating. Ludwig has his size, doesn't have his have his skating. Uh, you know, those are some he has the attributes to pop, but we'll see how the next five years go. So it's more of a long-term prediction on now. So it's not a guy you see making the jump to the NHL next year or so. Well, no, he's, he's 18 second round pick. You know, you're looking three, four, five years down the line, pretty much. Of course, but you got to remember we're Panthers fans and we're always <laughs> care about his prospects. So we're like, how soon can we get them up and ruin them? Oh goodness, Alex. Right. <laughs> it's a hard cycle to break guys. It used to be, we don't have any depth. When can we give it these prospects to play? And now it's, we're trying to win now. When can we get these prospects to play? It's never about developing. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I mean, with, with Nowis, there's just no realistic path for him to play in the NHL in the next couple of years, barring an absolutely torrid uh, QMJHL season. Mm-hmm. We recently got to see a bunch of the Panthers prospects play in a uh, showcase in Wesley Chapel near Tampa. Did you get to see any of the games or any of the highlights? And did you have any takeaways that maybe changed your mind about where somebody was trending? I saw only the last game because the last game I think was played on a Monday. I, I, I believe I was traveling through two of the other prospect tournaments while that was, while that was happening. I watched one of the games. I thought Noel looked strong there. Um, I thought Hutsko looked look strong. I thought Denisenko's camp in general was solid, but I, I was hoping that he would have come in and be more impactful than he was. I still think really highly of Denisenko. Um, but this, this is a, this is a huge year for him. I, he needs to go down the American league and, and, and really, uh, be an impact offensively, I think. Yeah. And then now we, we've got to ask this question. I know he's not the biggest prospect the Panthers have, but he is a friend of the podcast. We got to ask, how is Cole Schwint in your opinion? I think Cole Schwint is talented because he has size and he has good offensive skills and, and he can score. Uh, I think he has a chance to play in the National Hockey League. His skating is not the best. Uh, I thought, you know, well, I thought in junior he was trending in the right direction. Uh, you know, I wasn't like a top guy in the OHL, but he he scored real. He was he was scoring, and he didn't he didn't play much last year. Uh, I thought he was okay with Syracuse when, when I watched him. So I think he's got a chance because there is size and skill there. But he's going to be a need to be a guy who's going to need to be quite good in the American league going forward to look like a guy who's going to play in the NHL. Okay. And yeah, like I said, we got to know because friend of the podcast and uh, all that fun stuff, but we got one more question for you before we let you go. We've talked about quite a few prospects for the Panthers. Is there anyone we haven't talked about today that we should kind of keep a lookout for that maybe you've got your eye on and as a, someone as a breakout candidate? Well, he would be a breakout candidate. We didn't talk about Samuskevich, but he's obviously a guy you need to know as a first-round pick and a guy who is going to be part of that loaded Michigan team this year. Uh, you know, he we'll see where he ends up. He might actually end up on a line with two top five picks and Ken Johnson and Matthew Beniers. Um, So I think he's going to be need to be a guy who people are going to, you're going to be able to follow. Uh, rather closely and I think that does it in terms of like the core guys in the system um, I, I've always been a Hutsko fan so I, I'll be really curious to see how he does uh, as a pro kind of up and down through the college days but I think the talent level is really exciting and if he stays healthy which has been his biggest issue for the for his entire life pretty much 
uh, going back to his pre-draft days, his junior days, and into his college days. Uh, and I think he has the talent to play NHL games. Mm-hmm. He's another friend of the show. We, we love him. And I thought he had a great preseason, too. Just wanted to put that out there. So, Corey, why don't you plug everything that you do? I know that you're writing for The Athletic. I know that you're doing something with the podcast as well. I've been enjoying that with Max. And at the end, uh, let us know what you think the Panthers are going to do this regular season in playoffs. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, like I said, I'm, I write about uh, hockey prospects and the NHL in general for The Athletic. Uh, you know, we, we appreciate everyone who subscribes, subscribes and uh, supports the work that we do there. In terms of the Panthers, I would probably say I think they can make the playoff team as a wild card team. Uh, I think their goaltending will probably be an obstacle to being able to advance far into the playoffs this year. I think you hope Spencer Knight is the answer long term. But as I said during the podcast, I think hinging your hopes on a 20 year old goalie uh, to win you playoff rounds or in the case of Bobrovsky, a guy who's you know, made his performances have been questionable at best in the, in the last couple of years. That could be an obstacle this coming year unless it's addressed externally uh, by the trade deadline. Yeah, our hope is that Bobrovsky's uh, upcoming new fatherhood will fix his game, and that's pretty much all we got when it comes to him. Corey, thank you so much for joining us. This was awesome. Uh, in our opinion, you're the best source for prospect insight out there so if you are not subscribing to the athletic you need to be you need to be following Corey's work he does the most in-depth prospect stuff especially nhl affiliated guys when you look out you know all the stuff on the internet they're always talking about the next draft but when you want to find out about guys who are already drafted in systems Corey is the best one for it so thank you again we really appreciate it uh that's it for another episode of panther puri for tj peterson and jacob langston thank you so much for listening to us Uh, Check us out wherever you get your podcasts and please rate us five stars on Foursquare. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Corey. We really appreciate it. Have a good day. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.